The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Bertha Charuma on SAFM. And welcome back. And starting off the show, understanding the nature of urban integrated uh, principles. And we are chatting to Ibrahim uh, Vadasia, uh, chairman at the Urban Improvement uh, Principles. And just to unpack what exactly does it mean? And just to give you a little bit of insight. So, for instance, in my area, we have security, right? So you pay for this security you know, on a monthly basis, maybe it's six, 600 rand for, you know, the little uh, security points in your house where there's an alarm system that's installed and they react. But on top of that, if you then put a boom, what then happens is you pay an extra fee. They call it a neighborhood watch of sorts. And you have a security guy who sits right at the, at the, at the you know, at the boom area or the boom point to just make sure that your security is tight. And that particular security can also then offer you services as a community where then if there are potholes, uh, they will make sure that, you know what, uh, they take care of the potholes. If there's no water, they may just make sure that they step up before the municipality steps up and provide water, all those kinds of things. But it also brings a big question mark. What happened to our municipalities because it is a basic human right to get water? So, for instance, if there's water disturbance, why is it that we have to wait? And when you wait a day or two without water, it's a bit of a challenge. So this is why the communities have decided and made a decision to then find, you know, integrated, you know, urban integrated principles have decided to come up with concepts where they then get someone whom they pay a minimal fee to just make sure that everything is beefed up, beefed up. The, you know, the services are provided, water is provided, uh, portholes are taken care of, and yet we do pay rates and taxes. Hmm. Anyway, just saying. You can give us a call. Or you can send us a voice note. What has been the, you know, the setup in your area? What's been the situation uh, where you live? Maybe it's a little bit different. Or maybe you also have that bit of a challenge where you question and you're trying to weigh the odds. But at the end of the day, you know, as human beings, we all want our basic comforts. Ibrahim Vadayachia, uh, uh, chairman at the Urban Improvement Principles, joining us online. Good evening and a warm welcome to The Viewpoint. Uh, good evening, Bertha, and to your listeners out there to Radio uh, CFM, I would think. Thank yeah, you. I'm good, and uh, it's a lovely day here or evening in uh, Thank you so much for making time for us. So now, in the dynamic landscape of urban development, South Africa is witnessing, you know, a remarkable shift, you know, towards managed uh, principles as the future of the modern living and these, uh, you know, inhabitants, uh, or should I say these areas, these thoughtfully designed areas and carefully curated spaces are redefining the way we inhabit and experience our cities. And um, they are also formed out of frustration with the municipalities and city management. And maybe I should ask the first question to say, what is it, what service uh, do you offer, first and foremost? <clears throat> well, look, uh, the SRA slash UIP concept, SRA standing for Special Rating Area, is uh, more or less the same nomenclature for the UIP, which is the Urban Improvement Precinct. And uh, 
basically what it is, what, what we do, uh, is that we collaborate with the municipality, in our case, each Queen municipality, and uh, we optimize service delivery basically to create vibrant urban environment, promote investment, and, of course, uh, improve the quality of life, secure property values, and foster a shared vision among property owners, and uh, this leads to revitalization and regeneration of creating for inclusive and thriving communities. That's what uh, our main core focus is on. Uh, there are many ways to do it, but the thing is, uh, hey, firstly, you've got to be a non-profit organization, and you've got to have the uh, experience and uh, knowledge and uh, the means to do whatever is required of the precinct concerned. Because uh, when we say precinct, those are basically geographical areas where there are either some champions there or members of the public that say, hey, listen, uh, this service delivery uh, provided by the municipality is not working for us. We need to uh, get something better. And this is where they approach people like ourselves uh, to help them and guide them along the way towards formation of a preaching because it's not a case of one size fits all. Everyone is unique, their needs are unique, and I think basically if we're going to sort of boil it down to the basics, our thing is the question of safety and security, cleaning and greening, and basically enhancing the environment and with it uh, the lives of the community. Mm. And who's who's liable for your services in terms of uh, you know paying for these services? Is it then the citizens, or you do get a stipend from the municipality? No, my dear. Just forget about getting anything from the municipality. At the end, their coffers are empty, and uh, that is why the uh, level of service, municipal service, essential services has been uh, degenerating to the point that it is so untenable right now that people are a, in desperation phoning us and asking how they could help, uh, how we could help them to set the thing up. And uh, uh, there is no uh, good news at the end of the day insofar as the municipality stepping up and giving you a rebate on your rate for services that you have already paid for but have not been delivered to any desirable or acceptable level. And... Uh, to, to, to put it in a nutshell, if the uh, community in a particular area or precinct desire to have the service levels uh, uh, improved, then they're going to have to pay a levy on top of the rate that they are currently paid. Now, just to put that into perspective, the thing is uh, what the city does is they use the uh, uh, rateable value of your property, okay, and they levy... Uh, an, an SRA rate that's additional to the rate that you are currently paying. And uh, it's worked out on a factor uh, of uh, cent in the rand or percentage in the rand. And that uh, sort of uh, gives you a, a figure that uh, is going to be added on to your uh, utility bill. Because what they do is that they collect the funds and then they pay it uh, to the service provider or the UIP in, in that sense retroactively at the end of the month, sort of. And uh, that money is used to provide the services. Now, it's, uh, it's a pro- program that they have introduced because, look, by and large, and uh, to some degree or the other, I don't think it is just us in South Africa. Of course, we've got our own peculiar and unique problems, you know, not uh, least of which is corruption and other uh, sort of uh, incompetence and, and uh, you know, undeliveries and... Uh, non-deliveries, I would say, of services. 
But uh, this is a global phenomenon where more and more people are gravitating to the cities and uh, the budgets are not being balanced for whatever reason. And the thing is the number of homeless and people that are below uh, the uh, subsistence line are falling, uh, you know, and increasing by the day. Mm. And uh, unfortunately, you know, some municipalities would like to, (laughs) excuse me, ignore the problem and hope it goes away. It doesn't because our homeless scenario is growing by the day as well. So uh, that those are some of the challenges that we face. But, uh, and the thing is, there is uh, a sort of, uh, how should I say, a measure of success that can be achieved by forming uh, an SRA or a UIP per se, insofar as knowing who you are dealing with, knowing what their uh, track record is, insofar as delivering the kind of services that you are wanting in that particular area. Yeah, we're just going to take, let's take a small break, Abraham, and uh, when we come back, we continue with the conversation. The lines are opened, 0614104107. That's our WhatsApp line. You can send us a voice note and just make sure it's audible and it's not longer than a minute so that we give everyone else a chance. Let's take a break. Bertha Charuma on SAFM. 23 minutes after 8, and I'm speaking to Ibrahim Vadatia, chairman at the Urban Improvement uh, Princict. And we're just talking about, you know, the gap that, uh, you know, they, you know, their duties actually fulfill in terms of uh, providing services for communities. And um, in the provision of the services, we're just trying to understand how it works and within that gap, who pays what and what services do they offer? And look, um, Ibrahim, welcome back. I think you do an absolutely fantastic job because I can just imagine if there was no one to fill up that gap, especially in a case, for instance, where uh, there's water shortage or some issues with water supply, it could really be, you know, it could be a serious, serious, uh, you know, challenge for, for the communities. Yeah, indeed, uh, but uh, the thing is, uh, you know, despite the uh, uh, holistic uh, range of services that we are providing, that's over and above the normal top-up services of cleaning and greening and stuff like that. Uh, I think it's a question of uh, looking at, a firstly, our environment and looking at our communities per se and uh, trying to determine exactly what is the kind of lifestyle I would like to see? What is the kind of environment they'd like to be living in? And uh, the degree of safety and security is, of course, paramount importance. And uh, it is according to those needs that we sit together with the, uh, you know, the initiators of any particular precinct that uh, would like to form one and uh, guide them along the way. And the thing is, we, I think we've been uh, one of the earliest uh, UIP companies formed in KZN. I think the first one, we were uh, operative, I think, uh, operational from the turn of the century. So we've got a wealth of uh, experience. And the thing is, I think uh, what drives us and the reason for our success is that we've got uh, very, very passionate people. And the thing is, we select people who are like-minded and subscribe to the ethos. It's not about making money because we are non-profit. Mm. And the thing is, uh, in the formation of uh, a potential SRA, there's got to be a business plan that's looking to three to five years ahead, looking at uh, budgets and things like that, based on the requirements of that individual precinct. So it's all out there in the open, and there's absolute transparency and full disclosure, so everyone knows what they are getting for their money. And uh, the thing is, we meet 
regularly with the so-called directors of those uh, SRAs uh, to uh, a uh, look at the performance indicators and look at uh, a where we are below par, where we are doing something right, where we are above par, and of course uh, by that we try and build on our strengths and eliminate our weaknesses, if any. Yeah, you know, it's quite. Uh, this is quite an interesting conversation because, really, honestly, um, this for 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 you to then come up uh, with this particular service, there had to be something that is broken. So you highlighted something very very important uh, just before we we had a break, where we were talking about um, the utility bill. In the utility bill, you're right. Where where they you know um, somehow they take a look at your house and then put a price to it. And there've been some discrepancies. Other people have been having issues with the municipality saying, but how do you come and assess my house and give a figure? Because sometimes you find that they will come and overprice your, your, your property. Maybe they say your property is worth 2 million. And yet really in, 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 in really, when when you really look at the actual price within that particular area, maybe it's about one point five or maybe one point eight, and when it's pushed up to two million, your your rates and taxes or your utility bill then becomes a little bit high, but. I know this has nothing to do with you. And I totally appreciate the fact that you fit into a gap that has been left open. And as a nation, as a country, look, we have to move on and not wait for things to, to you know, to keep on cracking. I've got a voice note. Let's go to a voice note and hear what, uh, you know, the voice note says. Hello, Sissy and the listeners. You know, uh, when you pay for security on a monthly basis, it's because... Uh, Somebody says, no, we are engaging 40,000 police to look after you. But then again, these police are nowhere to be found. And when you found for the police, let me say no more. And then and then money you pay for security is as a result of the ineptitude of police. Because the police minister is engaging these 40,000 police to do what I'm gag. I, 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 MKZ was a case at end. That's MKZ there. And uh, he is on point, isn't he, Ibrahim? Well, absolutely. I couldn't agree with the gentleman more. The thing is, uh, look at the end of the day, Bertha, uh, the writing's on the wall. It's uh, patently clear that the system is broken. And you and I and the gentleman on the other end of the line can go on complaining and uh, saying uh, all sorts of things. And, uh, of course, uh, legitimate criticism, I might add. However, is that going to change the scenario in and around where he lives? It will not. I mean, we know the the situation with the SAP and, of course, our uh, Metropolitan Police for that instance. And uh, any other sort of governmental department and all is driven by a lot of corruption at this uh, in this day and age. And, uh, of course, if one looks at the reason why the uh, the uh, law enforcement agencies are underperforming, it's the same old, same old. Do you have the right kind of person in charge, the right kind of caliber, the right kind of qualification, fit for purpose, and that sort of thing? And if the answer is a big fat no and nobody's going to change it, then uh, chances are uh, that corruption will affect you even more where it has been... Uh, uh, manifestly reported that uh, many 
of the crime that are committed, are, you know, by a policeman that are off duty and things like that. And whilst I'm not slating anybody in particular, the thing is we must face reality for what it is. And uh, again, if we're going to rely on them, you'll get uh, what you always got. And the only way you're going to change, uh, you know, the uh, reality on the ground is by doing something constructive yourself. Yes, if it's going to cost you a bit of money, then the thing is at the end of the day, you've got to balance it off. Is it worthwhile? If your answer is yes, you go ahead. If not, the thing is you look at ways and means of trying to do the bare minimum to give you a that degree of security or improving the surrounding in your environment and hopefully with that uh, the quality of life. Uh, Bertha, coming back to what you said now, the question of establishing an SRA per se, uh, that is all uh, governed by the Section 22 of the Municipal Property Rates Act, right? And this is in the Constitution itself and uh, has been there since uh, 2012 and various sections covering the establishment thereof. And uh, I think this is in, in, in uh, acknowledgement that the uh, hey, municipalities, whether they are mismanaged or managed well, is another question altogether, uh, to assist the communities in providing what they call uh, additional services. Now, the only saving grace, I would think, in this UIP uh, concept is the fact that it is more affordable. I know there was uh, someone that mentioned something about security uh, and security companies. Now, everyone knows. I'm not sure exactly what the going rate is there for a private security guard, whether it's a C grade, A grade, B grade, whatever you care to name. I would think uh, basically the starting price for a day shift or a night shift uh, uh, would be in the region of a, either uh, 15,000 rands a month upwards for just one guard. And that is, of course, expensive, and I'm not sure how many people can afford that. Now, we don't, uh, we are not a security company. I must point that out very clearly, as are the other UIPs. The thing is, we have uh, ambassadors, as we call, because look, basically, uh, there's a, it's a reactionary uh, situation mm-hmm. where you can do nothing. The police won't respond, and the security can only respond when an incident has occurred. So what you need basically is you need competent communication, you need surveillance, uh, CCTV and otherwise, uh, real-time contact either via radio or cell phone, things like that, and you need boots on the ground. Those are your eyes and ears. They do intelligence gathering and everything else, but they do not act in the capacity of a security guard for that matter. And uh, what you need basically is good working relationships with either your municipality, your heads of department, your uh, metropolitan police, uh, higher-ups, of course, and the people in staff that matter. And uh, not to uh, sort of uh, forget, we have an excellent working relationship with a whole host of private security companies as force multipliers if and when the uh, situation demands. And uh, this is where, you know, everything comes together, is where you work uh, together for the good of collective, as opposed to looking at it from a purely uh, pecuniary gain sort of uh, scenario, where a business is business, of course, that security companies are in the business of uh, providing services for for remuneration and money as such. But uh, we work in tandem with all these uh, people. We have, uh, I don't know, I think last count, I saw my phone, I've got over 60 WhatsApp groups, but all related to that, and messages coming like every uh, sort of minutes from the different uh, uh, sort of uh, areas. 
that we take care of, whether it's industrial, residential, mixed, and things like that. There's always some drama carrying on somewhere in the situation that we find ourselves in, in this country. Yeah. And uh, again, we've got to work together as a team, as a, <clears throat> as a how shall I say, as incomplete or broken the system might be. We need to find ways and means of uh, sort of uh, fixing things as we go in small steps in order to get to where we want to be. Ibrahim, mm. I think we have, we'll have to end it at this point. And thank you so much for joining us this evening and having this conversation. I think it's very important that we talk about these things and how, you know, certain services, how they are born, why they are born, so that communities can get to mm. understand. Uh, because in some instances with misunderstanding, uh, our actions will always be misguided and it can really turn out to be something that is not um, so proper. But I'd like to say thank you so much for sharing with us and joining us on SAFM On The Viewpoint. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure, Bertha. Thank you for having me on. And of course, thank you to your listeners to SAFM out there. Thank you so much. Have happy festive season. That's Ibrahim. Bye bye for now. Ibrahim Vadashia, chairman at the Urban Improvement Principles.